do you do as a junior diplomat when you need to get 400 Canadians out of Europe? You rent two airliners, of course. Listen to how Bob Fowler's initiative helped his fellow citizens. My first job was uh, um, another of my difficult postings. I was sent to Paris, uh, <laughs> uh, to the embassy in Paris. And it was, sorry, that was funny. I, I had been told I was going to London. And I was, well, that was interesting, but I was going to London. And then the October crisis hit, and um, a London newspaper uh, printed a story on the front page saying, boy, there's no, no surprise that there's this kind of problem in Canada. I mean, just take a look at the diplomatic list at the High Commission uh, in London, and you get 32 misters before the first monsieur. Uh, so instantly, headquarters switched me and a pal of mine, uh, who was a monsieur, and sent him to London and me where he was going to Paris uh, within three weeks before departure. Right. So I found myself the most junior person at the embassy in Paris. And uh, the first, my first assignment was sort of EA to the ambassador, who was a wonderful guy, Leo Cadieux who had just been defense minister. Um, and he was a wonderful mentor and a really interesting guy. And then uh, for the next year and a half, I was uh, the vice consul in a separate office looking after Canadians in trouble. And there were lots of those, mostly drug-related, mm. uh, but everything else as well. And um, it was all about finding solutions for these guys in trouble. And uh, I suppose I really got my start. I won't give you the long story, but um, a a charter company went bust, leaving about 800 Canadians um, stranded in Europe, about half of them in, in Paris, the other half split between Belgium and Switzerland. And suddenly, around the embassy, there were 400 angry um, Quebecers uh, demanding that the government fix their problem. Well, the government was not in the business of doing that. We would offer short-term assistance, but um, 400 people, we were not going to um, do what they wanted, which is issue them all airline tickets and send them home. Mm -hmm. And it happened the next morning that on my walk to the office, I walked by the Air Canada office, and I know I was, here was I, a 27-year-old kid, and I dropped into the Air Canada office and said, I want to rent two 707s. Um, and, and they gulped uh, and said, mm, okay, um, sign here. And I went back to the office and we had 400 seats leaving the next day. We got the 400 people together and I uh, made them sign a promise to repay, divided the cost of these two airplanes by 400, um, charged each of them uh, uh, didn't charge them, put that amount of money on the promise to pay. And then I lifted their passports, gave them temporary passports or just a sheet of paper and said, you get your passport back when you pay. Um, weeks later, uh, in the same week, I got uh, a letter of severe reprimand from <laughs> the um, head of the passport office who said, under no circumstances do you have any right to lift anybody's passport. This is appalling and uh, you will hear more. I did hear more because I got a letter from the Deputy Minister of Foreign Affairs saying, 
That was the most brilliant initiative. Fantastic. Well done. That was terrific. Um, uh, so, um, uh, by the way, 97% of my 400 people paid back. Um, and I don't think in Geneva or Brussels, where they remained for weeks and weeks and weeks, um, I don't think they, um, when they were eventually sent home, more than 25% ever paid back the government. 